Wake up. Life is in session. And you're in control. This is The Pursuit of Awesome. The podcast that gives you the jolt you'll need to seize the day. To live a life you're proud of. And here's your host, Charlie Harari. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Happy Tuesday for those that are here live. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, At the Boost, Tuesday morning, speaking about medic desires and what it does. As you get into proximity with people, it starts to create a gap in what you have. So what do we do about it? And so I'm going to start to, I don't know, there's a couple things to do about it, but it's important to do something about it before our lives become sort of the ping pong ball of, of somebody else's life. Right? That's the that's that's the that's the risk with something like this. When you really understand it, right? It's like neuroplasticity. Like if you don't get it, you don't get it. But once you get it, you're like, wait, what do I do with it now? And the answer is I can really do a lot with it. I understand what how habits work. I understand how to build a resolution. I understand why, you know, these dreams aren't happening when I go all in for two days. Like I'm you know, whether I like it or not, my brain is functioning through neuroplasticity. Whether I like it or not, my desires are functioning in part because of memetic desires. So as a result, whether I'm, I'm going to do something or not, when I walk into a room and I see a friend of mine who has achieved success in a specific area, I'm going to go back into my life and most likely feel less good about what I've accomplished. Now, that's a big deal because a lot of times you're doing something else that they're not doing. You just don't see it at that moment. right? There's a reason why... You know, Instagram and Facebook is so socially detrimental because a lot of the things that you see aren't even real, but it looks real. So as a result, you create an impression of something that's not true, right? You you think the person is a perfect parent because you see 10 pictures and the kids are smiling. Like, you're just not in the house in between the pictures, but you don't have that. Right? And that's what happens is it forms a selective memory. Right? There's a great stat where you know the highest um, death rate in, in travel happened in 2000, I think, in two. You know, we all should, should be protected from everything that we do with God's help. God should protect us. Where, however we travel, we should get there safely. The highest death rate, at least in the New York area, I think in, this, I think in the United States, was in 02. Why? What happened in 02? So the answer is is 9-11. 9-11 was planes flying into the World Trade Center. Well, statistically, everyone should be healthy. You know, it's more dangerous to drive than to fly, just statistically. But when you see 9-11 and, like, four planes end up, you know, crashing into something, you're like, I'm not flying again. Well, that's, why would you think that? Well, it's a little bit of selective memory. You don't really remember when you read about, God forbid, somebody getting into a car crash. But those moments of, of, God forbid, a plane crash is pretty serious. But even though the statistics show that it's safer, who here? we're not rational beings. We're emotional beings. And our selective memory paints a false picture of something that is not true. But we just happen to have a few blips of information. When you see somebody and they're always in a good mood, it doesn't mean they're always in a good mood. It means 
when they're in public, they act like they're in a good mood. You create a selective memory pattern in which that person's always in a good mood. And if you see somebody online and they always seem to be posting pictures, well, that's why they're posting the pictures. They're not posting pictures of their life when they're not in a good mood. And they do it every once in a while that everyone loves that. But for the most part, they're waiting until they look good. They're taking multiple shots of themselves. And the one that looks the best is the one that gets posted. That's not real life. But you, your brain doesn't know that. So it creates a selective memory pattern and says, oh, this person, they must have the most perfect life because every time I see them, you're not remembering that you only see them on a post. Every time I see them, they look amazing. They're smiling in, 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 with ear to ear. Their eyes are lost in the eyes of their husband and their kids look perfect. This is incredible. What a perfect life. What's with my life? You're not realizing that, yeah, the post took forever and in those few seconds everyone looked happy right when you see people many times you only see one little piece of them you don't get the picture but it creates a selective memory that creates an image that then creates a memetic desire that then goes back into your life and makes you feel like you're not enough which then prevents you from doing the things that you're supposed to be doing Right? It goes back and you look at your own children and wonder why they're not good at X, Y, or Z. You never even cared about X, Y, or Z. You never even heard of the schools that now you want your kids to get into until an hour ago. You never even heard that they were all signing up for these after-school programs because the idea that kids can get together after school and make up games is like unheard of today. Now you have to be in a specific program. So the thought that your kids are not in a specific program that somebody else thought of and their kids are a part of makes you feel like you're not a good parent and the kid now is not having the same quality of life as your neighbor's kid. You didn't even The kid doesn't even want to go. But he needs to go. That's what they're all doing. It's all the same stuff. It's just it's, every, it's everywhere you look. How do you deal with it? So we're going to begin. But let me start with the following, and then we'll pick it up tomorrow with God's help. I told you the story of the CEO that I, I believe I said it here. What, there was one CEO in particular who, in my life, I really, really looked up to. And I remember being able to get into his office. This was at least a decade ago. He ran a big, huge company. And I knew him, I don't say I knew him socially, but you know, I knew someone who knew someone who knew someone who knew someone, whatever. And I was involved in some project. We wanted to go to his office to get his advice, to get him involved. He agreed. We got to his office. It was a big deal for me. I was even younger. I must have been in my mid-twenties. So we're in his office talking about his project, and it was his most beautiful office. And, you know, I happen to love, you know, personal growth books. I read a lot more when I was younger. I used to read them all the time. That's not as much, but only because of time. But when I was younger, like in my early twenties, 
when I was working at, let's say, like a lawyer and I was traveling a lot or whatever it is, I was like a junkie, a junkie. And I always felt like there was like this, like, I don't know, it was like this, like, I don't know, like you should, you know, other people are reading more, I don't say sophisticated, but like more industry books. I just love personal growth books. I thought there was so much wisdom there. So I remember going into his office and, you know, after the interview, like he stepped out, we were walking, just like milling around in the office, looking at all his pictures of all his, him and his prominent people and the, what's called deal toys. Every time you close like a deal, you like they give you like a loose side toy and all of those and the big screen in the middle of his office with CNBC playing. Like you, if, you're, if you've been to CEO office, it's like the same office, you know? And I saw his bookshelf and I was like, hmm, and I walked closer and I'm expecting to see like really sophisticated books on real estate and finance and investing and I saw like a library of personal growth. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. I was so like, I can't believe it. We read the same books. So he came back and I said, I love your collection of books. He's like, yeah, I, I, I love this stuff. I'm like, really? He goes, oh, absolutely. He's like, the only way you can become successful is if you just bring in the positivity. I'm like, what do you mean? He says, you know, success is hard. And negativity weighs you down. And when you're around negative people, it weighs you down. But when you are around positive people, hopeful people, it provides your mind with so much exposure of hope that you get your brain moving and you get your ideas flowing. And you get to do stuff. And I find that in my business, he said, there's positive and negative people. But some of these books, they're so hopeful. They're so positive. They're insightful. But even if the insights aren't like rocket science, it doesn't matter. The whole understanding, the whole way of so many of these books is you can. It's light. It's not darkness. And I find that it helps me so much because it gives me exposure to positivity, which then enables me to think differently enables me to act differently enables me to come overcome challenges differently the beginning of the answer to how to overcome the negativities of mimetic desire is to ask ourselves what's in our diet not our food diet our eyes diet we'll talk about this tomorrow have a great day with god's help we can't wait to see you again tomorrow have a great day Thanks for listening to The Pursuit of Awesome. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Momentum's podcasts on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join Charlie again for more insights on living an awesome life by tuning into the live webinar every weekday morning or by listening to this podcast at your leisure. To sponsor, contact podcasts at MomentumUnlimited.org. You're listening to a Momentum Podcast. For unlimited inspiration, wisdom, and empowerment, visit MomentumUnlimited.org.